It's a Panthers post-game podcast in association with our match sponsors, Blake Services Limited. I'm John Bullard. With me, Dan Green and Chris Gadsby from the BBC. And happily, I can report that we're talking about a Panthers win at home. The first win since the 16th of December. And, and Dan, that's massive for the team. Yeah, I think I think it's massive for everything. You know, just getting that win. You know, you um, you heard the crowd noise um, means a lot to the fans, the players. Massive relief. Uh, obviously, we have had a few wins, but they've been away from home. So to get that win in front of these amazing fans, and you know, to start tracking down, you know, Glasgow and a couple of the teams above us is massive. And Chris, uh, like myself, you spoke to head coach Jonathan Paraday. What did he have to say? Yeah, he w- he was very pleased. Obviously, the the shooting form has, has seemed to come back with uh, what sixteen goals in the last uh, three games for for the Panthers, um, and he couldn't speak highly enough of of what Rock Stranovich did in net for the Panthers today. Obviously, didn't go to Fife. Uh, yesterday, that was a, that was a tactical decision from from the team, and it certainly paid off tonight. Certainly did because uh, Rock made some big big saves in that final period 19 shots on goal that Glasgow had in that final period uh he turned away every single one yeah I think when we look back at the end of the year that could be you know one of the biggest periods of the year so far like you said it's um we were kind of I thought dominated the first two periods but yeah Glasgow came at us in that third and you know he made big saves held on to rebounds killed a power play they obviously had the six on five at the end and he stood really tall so yeah one of his most impressive uh periods of the season I think and Chris, also a very different story defensively from from the game last night in in Fife. Uh, the Panthers' defence really were quite strong tonight. Yes, it's kind of that old sort of saying of playing ice hockey with football goals, wasn't it? Yesterday, <laughs> with, with with sixteen goals in total. I remember yesterday, I, I left the BBC after the Forest game, and and Panthers were it was six four, and then I got home and it was nine seven, and I just went. What? <laughs> like what happened there? But yeah, very strong defensively tonight. A lot of a lot of block shots. We saw that particularly in the first period with limiting Glasgow to only only three actually reaching Rock. Um, but yeah, very strong uh, defensively tonight. You know, you always give yourself a chance to win if you can if you can limit the the opposition to just you know one or two goals as it was in this instance. And I spoke to Anthony Luciani as well, man of the match tonight. Uh, about his confusion at the end <laughs> of the game, but he, he said that he's used to that actually in, from playing yeah. in Europe, where where that that is quite a, a common occurrence at the end of games. But speaking to him about his game, and, he, and he, he couldn't pay enough credit to Jordan Kelsall for that pass across for hit, for the second goal. Yeah, I mean, we we obviously talked about it at the time, you know, <clears throat> you know, Jordan a forward playing D as he has been for a little while now, and. Just great vision, you know, even most offensive might have just got that and, and just fired it at the net or, you know, put it back around the boards and, you know, he got his head up. He saw Anthony there wide open and he hit him and, you know, you can always tell from a player's reaction when they score, he went straight up to Kelsch, you know, it was he, he laid it on a plate for him and, uh, no, it was a great play by him. It fooled absolutely yeah. everybody and it fooled them so much that Anthony had chance to whiff on the first yeah. shot and then still recover the puck and put it in second time round. Yeah, I didn't mention that to him. <laughs> um, talk about the clan for a second, because they came in here very short-benched, as we are. They had the three-line 6D, uh, missing two key, key plays for them in Charlie Combs and Philip Sanch. But they really battled tonight, and that, and that top line of Hayden, Craig, Ed, and... Uh, 
Yeah. Come on, John. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a second. <laughs> anyway, but they they were they were very very good. Yeah, I think um, I actually kind of felt a little bit you know bad for the clan in a way that short bench like we were. They had a really tough game yesterday as well. You know, big travel to get here and. You know, being 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 down by being down by a few guys, uh, key guys as well. Um, you know, going down early, three one, and kind of almost battling all the way back. I think their coach will be really proud of them. I mean, obviously, it doesn't really help at this time of the year, but a bit of a poor first period from them. But I thought after that, they were they were excellent. Yeah, when I spoke to him, he was very unhappy with their first period performance. Even though they, they scored, he says three shots was just not good enough. Yeah. Um, but then. 19 shots in the final yeah. period and they and they don't score but I, I he was I think he was very happy with the compete that they showed and the don't quit attitude and and I think that's a, a fair enough assessment from the clan coach yeah they, they, they've had that all year I think obviously they came in here a few weeks ago and they were down three nil and came back to one you know they, they've got that fight they've got some really really good players um they've been absolutely hammered by injuries this year and I, I think a bit like us if if they can get everybody fit in the next week or two, they can put a little run together. I, I think they've got a good team. Um, but yeah, obviously that doesn't really help at this time of the year. It's just all about points. So he'll be disappointed, but I'm sure they'll pick up some wins coming up, hopefully for them. Looking ahead for the Panthers, and it, they've got to get back on the bike pretty quickly because Wednesday, Dundee Stars are, are in here. That's another game you feel we, we can take points from. But they're another team who can hurt you, especially offensively. Yes, absolutely. The Panthers will have tomorrow off, recover from obviously the long trip up and back from Fife and, and in what was a tough game um, tonight. And then, yeah, Dundee. It's another game where, particularly in front of a home crowd that you would hope would be a, a decent home crowd with plenty bringing you know, their partners and, and, and dates to, to the Panthers for Valentine's. But um, lucky women. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it is another winnable game. And the Panthers have you know, winnable games coming up. There's then five. Uh, back here next Sunday you know, kind of not take out the Sheffield away game but Sheffield are just Sheffield this season aren't they and uh, you know there are winnable games coming up and plenty of home games coming up as well and that's the thing now I've, I mentioned it to Jonathan in the, po- in the post-game interview that five points from eight now that is the sort of return that we need if we are going to have any chance of getting into those playoffs yeah I, I think it's going to have to be obviously depending on how many games you play but you know every weekend's going to have to be a two and three point weekend you know we can't have any blank weekends any you know points here and there it's going to have to be consistently chipping away here we're going to have to take a few you know bigger scalps you know in, in terms of some teams at the other end of the league um you know, obviously there's going to be results elsewhere that will either help or hinder us. But I think now that we can get a few of the guys back, I do think we've turned a bit of a corner despite last night's result. Um, and like you said, plenty of winnable games coming up. So if we can string three or four together, we'll be you know in touching distance. And that's the thing about saying that these winnable games coming up. It, it seems that we've got scoring sorted at just the right time. We've scored a lot of goals in the, in the past few games. And it, it's coming for, from probably more secondary scorers. Your defence chipped in for four goals last night. You, you've not really seen a, a goal from Otto Nieman or, or, or Hugo Watt tonight either, who, who you would say will probably score the lion's share of the goals. Matthew LeMay hasn't scored. It's coming from the likes of Alexander Lunquer. He's got four in his last three. 
And if you're going to compete, if you're going to push for that, that is what you need, isn't it? You need like contributions coming from all through the roster. Absolutely, because of course ice hockey, your top guys could only be on the ice for a third of the time. So you need something for the other 40 minutes of of the game. But yeah, as you said, the shooting seems to be uh, coming at, at the right time, particularly as it stands at the moment elsewhere tonight. The top four are all winning. That means everybody from five down aren't going to pick up any points as it stands at the moment other than the Panthers so you know it's it's been so far a very good uh, good night for the for the Panthers and uh, if they can as I said they've got plenty of games against these teams around them it's all about pushing for the playoffs preferably seventh or higher so you avoid Sheffield in the in the quarterfinals and then once you get to you know the playoffs literally anything can happen well I think uh, that's a good place to leave it obviously we'll be back in midweek after the game with Dundee, so no pre-game podcast this week. There'll be a post-game podcast on Wednesday. But from us all, many thanks for joining us on the Panthers post-game podcast in association with our match sponsors, Blake Services Limited.